Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gibson, and today I'm joined by Courtney Newsom. Courtney is married to Connor and serves as our guest services director. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So today we're talking about serving in your church. Now, our church is specific to Green Acres. Courtney and I are both on staff here, but we know our listeners aren't all Green Acres members or in the Tyler area. So what we're going to do is encourage you, as you listen to this episode, to plug into your local church and serve there um, and serve where God is leading you to. So Courtney, when did you first feel a tug or conviction for serving? Yeah, so uh, serving has always just been a part of our life. In fact, um, many of my first memories include serving, whether that be in the church, in the community. Our family was very intentional about serving and starting that at a young age. Um, So my entire life, I feel like I've had that little tap on the shoulder of, how are you serving and where are you serving and what does that look like? So it was really something your parents started when you were a kid. They instilled those values into my brother and I, and I can definitely say that there's some great fond memories as a family serving together, but also as I got older, serving, you know, plugging in myself and figuring out what would be the best way to serve personally. Um, And then as I've gotten married, how we can serve as a family or a couple has been important too. That's awesome. So part of your job is helping volunteers find the right place for them to serve. How do you do that? This is a challenge sometimes because a lot of people have their professional life, whether they're a medical um, person, maybe they're an engineer, maybe they serve in a financial aspect. We have to consider all these things. Um, Even we have students, whether they're in college, high school, and even kiddos, um, down to a five and a half year old, as we've um, seen in our church recently. Um, It's important to take that into consideration um, and then match them into a place of service that reaches and meets their skills and their passions. Um, A lot of people, when they come to serve, they're not wanting to serve in the same aspect as how they're working. So Mm -hmm. we want to really be sure that we separate work from service. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So how soon should someone start serving in the church that they attend? We invite our new members uh, to begin serving in our church after the first month of joining the church. Um, Service is a key opportunity to um, connect with other church members. And so we want to really say, hey, you're attending the church. Maybe you've begun tithing. Serving is that next step. For me personally, I believe that is the next step. It's not necessarily... um, if I'm serving, it's where I'm serving. And so once you feel comfortable with the church, we want to begin plugging you in um, and reaching people for Christ. Yeah, that's awesome. So why is it important to serve in the church? Uh, Serving in the church is very important because it's a way to model after Jesus, because Jesus ultimately came to serve. We see in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, um, where it says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom for many. This is obviously a key uh, fundamental way to define the ministry of Jesus. And so if we really take a step back and we look at the word ministry, it's broken down and it truly means to serve. Hmm. Um, So that's a key way to consider that there's scripture directly backing up the reason we should serve in the church and the importance behind it. 
Additionally, we believe that each and every person is uniquely gifted by the Spirit to help flourish and fortify the church. Um, So we want to invite people to use their gifts to the glory of God, the good of His people, and the growth of His church. Um, We can see that highlighted further in Scripture by looking at Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verse 10, where it says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Mm, That's good. Um, I also think that we see in Scripture when it talks about the body of Christ, and each body has a unique place. And if a part of the body doesn't show up one day and do their service or tithe or whatever it may be, then the whole body misses out. So even though it may not seem like a big deal, maybe someone didn't show up to greet at a door on a Sunday morning, in the grand scheme of things, like we all have a purpose in to serve one another. and the door greeters are some of the most important people serving on our campus because they get to be the first impression of someone that walks up or maybe someone just left a big fight with a significant other and came to church and you're the person greeting or seeing them or welcoming them into church. Absolutely. We tell all of our greeters, you don't know what each person coming through our door is facing, just as you said, um, at their home, in their daily walks, anything like that. So we tell them that you're not just opening a door, you are having an eternal impact. So you're opening that door, letting them know you are welcomed here, you are loved. Um, Many of our greeters come together and they pray before they serve. So Mm -hmm. it is very evident when they do that, that they are letting our guests and our members know you're welcome, loved for, and you know just completely loved. Absolutely. So one thing that isn't common when you work in ministry is serving in another ministry, but you do this really well. So what compels you to serve in multiple ministries? Okay, this is something I really love. There's something so captivating about taking each person's skill sets and then capitalizing on those and seeing how their unique gifts can further another ministry. And so one thing I've really loved is just um, going into other ministries, recognizing that, yes, there are different branches of ministries, but we're all one body. We are all um, in have a common purpose, common goal. And so it's important to participate and interact in those opportunities so that you have a greater understanding of what that ministry is pursuing, how they're pursuing um, spreading the gospel, and truly linking arms together and knowing, hey, we're all in this together, and um, we're glorifying God through this. And to me, I get to know other people. Mm-hmm. A lot um, better. For instance, you know, we just went to Fort Worth and I got to serve alongside you, which was really fun because working daily with you has been really great. But to get into those intimate conversations, those intimate opportunities to be on the ground serving um, alongside you, having conversations we wouldn't have in a workplace. You can't Mm -hmm. beat that. And just that relationship building and then knowing that we, we share a common bond, not just through what we're doing, but Um, why we're doing it. Yeah. Well, and what's cool about things like that is you meet people that you wouldn't normally interact with. Absolutely. Like that trip, we had about eight women go and it was so cool because I don't see those women regularly. Mm -hmm. I get to see you, but then having some of those different conversations, like you said. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important to note that if you serve in a ministry somewhere and it's not a good fit for you, go find a new place to serve. Absolutely. Don't give up on serving altogether just because um, it wasn't a good fit for you. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about, like we all have a place to serve in this body of believers, absolutely, we got to find it. 
Yes, I appreciate you encouraging that just because I specifically work with guest services ministry, um, which encompasses a lot of different teams within it. You know, we've got parking lot teams all the way to your coffee bar and your worship section host. But that's just not all that the church has to offer. I mean, we have student ministry, kids ministry, our VIPs, I mean, connect groups. There's the options are endless, mm-hmm. and I really do think that it's the same thing that we encourage our church to participate in different connect groups to find the best fit. I part- I want to encourage you to participate in different serving opportunities to find the best fit. Absolutely. Well, and our church has two campuses, mm-hmm. and so one of our campuses is larger, and we need people serving so that we can do more things and continue to have opportunities for our church to minister to new people. Mm-hmm. And then our second campus is mostly run by volunteers. I think mm-hmm. there's only a couple of staff members at that campus. And so without people serving, the church can't do its job. Absolutely. Just cool how the Lord has instituted His leadership in that way. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I feel confident of is that God did not intend serving your local church to feel like a burden. Serving can be something a big and sometimes big and time-consuming, or it can be small and inviting the new girl at church to get coffee with you. We do first-time guest calls every week, and mm-hmm. I remember a couple weeks ago I called a guest and welcomed her to our church and asked if she said had questions, and one of our church members had already taken her to coffee and given her the rundown of the church and invited her um, to Bible study with her the next week. Like It's wow. so cool how serving can look different in different seasons. Yes. So by serving the church, we're serving one another. How do you encourage people to serve when they may, when life might feel chaotic? This is a good question and something that we often um, deal with on a weekly basis is when people come forward and say, I feel the tug of wanting to serve, but I don't necessarily know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I want to assure people is that it's not about, it's not about the role. It's mm-hmm. about the mission. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to keep that as our focus. And so we have your invited cards that are around our church on all of our welcome desk. And I think this is a great way to start. Mm-hmm. Extend that invitation. Welcome them to church. If you're comfortable with that, even say, hey, I'd love for you to sit with me. Here's my phone number. I think that's a really easy way to serve the church. Um, and then if you're ready to take the next step, like I said, we've got lots of opportunities to start praying about what where that would be. That's Mm -hmm. part of your serving is being prayerful about your service. And so if you can start praying about that and reaching out to those people in those ministries to figure out, hey, I really want to be in kids ministry. I just don't know where. Mm -hmm. We've got the right people in the right place to help plug you in. But additionally, I mean, if you're ready to maybe start serving as a door greeter, for example, and you know that Easter is just around the corner and we've got several events leading up to the Easter season, maybe jump in for that season. Don't commit to a long-term um, service opportunity. Commit to that season. Jump in, see what you like, um, and then pivot. Hey, I did a door greeter at Easter season. It was great. I enjoyed it for that time, but I think next time I want to try and be an information host. Yeah. And we'll just train you up on all the opportunities and put you out there and let you serve and we'll get you to the place you want to go. Well, and two things that come to mind as you share that. One, I think of our moms. Like Mm -hmm. we have a thriving moms ministry here. And a lot of these moms are surrounded by little kids every day. And there may not be a lot of opportunity to serve, Mm -hmm. but you can bring your kids with you. It's like you said, as you were growing up, that's how your parents instilled that in you. Mm -hmm. Or you can share your invited card at the grocery store, whether you're doing pickup and it's the person bringing your groceries to your car, or whether you're going in the store and checking out, like serving can look 
like a lot of different things. And then you mentioned too, if you feel like you have a tug to serve in a ministry, like kids ministry, for example, Mm -hmm. but you don't know where to start, sometimes where you need to start is where the need is. And so when you go to the person running that ministry and say, hey, I feel a tug to serve here. I don't know what that looks like, but where do you have a need? Mm -hmm. Let me just tell you, those are awesome ways to get plugged in because then the Lord just uses that in incredible ways. And as somebody that looks for volunteers, that's awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, we have a need here. Would you be willing to jump in? And if it doesn't work, then we can fit you somewhere else. Oh, exactly. And, you know, I love that you encourage the model of serving as a family. Um, I think that's something that we've seen growing here at our church, and it's been really rewarding, I think, for both the child and the parent. Um, Watching their kids step up and, you know, speak to a, a stranger. Yeah. Or someone new coming through their door um, has been really fun to watch parents just light up and say, I'd never imagined them being brave enough to say hello to someone they didn't know. And then watching the kid light up as they look back at their mom and dad and it's they know in their heart, hey, I'm serving, but I'm doing this with my mom and my dad mm-hmm. and I'm at my church. Um, and they're surrounded by like-minded people and you can't beat that as a parent, I'm sure. We've had several kids sharing or serving at Green Acres recently. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we have encouraged our families to start serving together, and we just let them know, hey, mom and dad, you're already serving in this way. If your kiddo wants to jump in and join you, that's great. And I've actually had parents come to me and say, hey, my kids are this age. Would it be okay if they served? I'm like, absolutely. There's nothing better than seeing a five-year-old, three-year-old, whatever you want to age they are, seeing them at the door smiling and greeting you. I mean, it makes you smile. It makes you happy. And it in turn makes the child happy. And um, we recently interviewed a five and a half year old and his favorite thing about serving, besides pushing the button, of course, um, to open the door. is yeah, that's that he, amazing. That is amazing, you know, um, <laughs> that he gets to share the love of Jesus with oh, people by opening the door. So he um, embodies just joy and every kid serving on our on our team, uh, they just exude joy and happiness, and you can tell that their heart is in it for others, um, but they also recognize the importance behind what they're doing. And I think that's really special and telling of their families, um, but something that resonates with me because that's how I grew up serving. And so it's kind of a full circle moment for me, and hopefully one day I'd be able to serve with my kiddos. Well, it's cool because there's not an age limit on serving. You can be as young or as old mm-hmm. as you are. There's always a place for you. Yeah. No we, matter your experience level. I mean, age doesn't matter. Experience doesn't matter. We're going to equip you. We're going to make sure that everything's set to go. And you're welcomed here. You're welcome to serve. Yeah. And it's going to be, to me, I think we're just hitting that pivotal point to see where our serving opportunities are here in our church, and we're just capitalizing on those and building on them. So it's really exciting. I love that. This semester in Bible study, one of the ladies in my group shared that she recently had to put her dad in a facility. Um, I can't remember what kind, but some kind of nursing facility. And she said she came to visit him one day, and the staff there were just so encouraged by him. And they were like, he's been telling us about Jesus and just being so kind Mm -hmm. and one thing that she took from that was that God's not done with us until He calls us home. Absolutely. We don't retire from serving. We don't age out of serving. Mm-hmm. We get to keep doing this until the Lord comes home. And it's such a blessing because we need each other. Mm-hmm. And so when I think as women, one thing we do is convince ourselves that we are not needed or, oh, we're not wanted or we're not invited to something. But the Lord invites us to serve 
in his church and serve his people. Mm-hmm. And so there's always going to be a need for us in doing that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just cool how he set that up to allow us to serve one another in that way. Absolutely. I love that you said that. Uh, so what is your favorite part about serving your church? For me, it's the relationship building. Um, I don't receive any greater joy than getting to know other people who are serving in that capacity right alongside me, or maybe that's across the table, they're doing something different, but getting to know their story and their heart, um, you can't really beat that because truly you're coming together from different ages, stages, walks of life, and you're just coming together for one common person uh, purpose. And so whether you're opening a door, passing out an invitation, welcoming someone with a smile, helping them park in the parking lot, I mean— there's nothing better than knowing I am doing this for the love of Jesus that I have in my heart and that I want to connect other people to Christ. That's that. my favorite part. I love that. Well, and there's no job too small. No job too small, no role too small, nothing. We've got a place for you. We've just got to find it, and we're happy to help you find it. I'm ready. I love that. I hope you get a bunch of calls after Yes, that. yes. <laughs> I'm ready for you. Well, Courtney, thanks for being here today and sharing about serving in your church. Um, There are two questions that we ask all of our guests. What is something you're learning and what is something you're loving? All right. So I'm currently learning about the housing market (laughs) as my husband and I look to purchase our first home. Um, And I am loving being a dog mom to our golden doodle mayor. Oh, and he's a cutie. He is sure a cutie. I love it. Well, Courtney, thanks for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops. And follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.